UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Hello. Coach, thoughts on Wisconsin, what they've done so far, and the challenges they present? Uh, big team. Um, I'm wondering if the field's going to be wide enough. Uh, and they uh, play extremely hard, uh, run, effort. I mean, it's, uh, I had the pleasure of coaching Chris Borland a few years back. And, I mean, it's a team of Chris Borlands. High, high energy, uh, tough guys that can run, and uh, big physical team. Very impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at Warner Brooks, that was his first start yeah. against, against a very good, you know, team defensively. Uh, you guys, you know, strong defense. What, what do you think of that dynamic, the, the two defenses and the two young quarterbacks as well? Yeah, it's very, very interesting uh, from both, from all those perspectives. Uh, Alex had a heck of a good ball game. Uh, really acquitted himself well. Made a name for himself. Uh, you know, very impressed with how how he played, the accuracy of his throws, poise with which he played. Uh, it was impressive. Wilton has also uh, you know been impressive in that regard as well. I mean playing with playing with great preparation and, and confidence and and poise. Uh, unusual you know, for um, to be that new to play it, you know, really and, and in big games, um, you think, I think back, you know, when I was in the same same age as they were, you know, the same same kind of experience of playing your first couple of ball games. Um, <clears throat> you know, they're doing both of those guys. You know, are doing better in my mind than you know I did, and, and some other guys did when they were when they were young and playing with more poise and awareness and preparation and confidence. All, the, all those things. So both those guys have been impressive in, in that regard. Well, I guess what is it like? I mean, he's got to go back to back on the road with Michigan State and here. I mean, you know, going back to his first start. How big is that for a quarterback? What, what does that do to a young quarterback who's trying to, you know, get settled? You know, I think the way I mean, he, he acquitted himself very well. I mean, he's been in that. He's had that experience already, right? So um, I would think he would be. I think he'd be, you know, very confident in, in what he can do. Uh, Jim, having a player like uh, Jabril, how much has that kind of, I guess, tested your staff's creativity and flexibility as far as finding ways to integrate him in different areas? Uh, it's just, uh, you know, over and over again. I mean, it's daily with the team where, look what he did, look what he did there, look what he did today. Um, and he does it with a, you know, real genuine, genuine uh, enthusiasm for practice. So um, those those those, those eye popping plays happen every day, and it's you, know, you give him something new. For example, whether it's an offensive snap, and no, he hasn't done it before, and then he goes out to practice, and everybody's just looking like that's his. Nobody's done it that well. Guys that play that position don't do it that well, and uh, and now the 
the thing we just kind of look at each other. Players will two player other players and players to me or me to other players. You know, we just he's really good at football. Yeah. Jabril's really good at football. Uh, that's that's kind of become the the uh, you know what, what we say. You know, he's and I think it says it all. I mean, he's a football player. He's Jabril Peppers is really good at football. I think it was the second series of the game. Davion blew up a couple guys in pass protection. How is he the most proficient guy in that sense on this team? And is it how hard is it for a back to to make that and to become a, a very solid guy in pass pro? <clears throat> it's a process uh, to become a good blocker as a as a running back, and you know, I've seen that process from you know, not be able to do it at all to to become very good at it. He's he takes a lot of pride in it. Uh, backs that that uh, you know had that where they take a lot of pride in, in being a pass protector. Frank Gore is like that. Uh, you know, he he wanted to be the best pass protecting running back in the National Football League, and you know, he took a lot of a lot of pride in in doing that. And I think he was. I think he was the uh, and is uh, the best I've seen. And Davion is, uh, you know, he, he's doing the same thing. He takes a lot of pride in it. Wants to be, wants to be extremely good at. It. He is the best pass protecting back on our team, and he's, he's much, he's very, he's, he's, he's very far along uh, in being a good pass protecting back, which is something that when you draft guys into the NFL, you, know, you see good running backs come in. That I mean, we're starting at, we're starting at the beginning here and teaching. Teaching this youngster how to how to pass protect, <clears throat> but Davion's he's far along in the process. He's good. Coach, in the middle, Dan, you mentioned that you thought Jeremy Clark was probably an ACL on Saturday. Do you know for sure whether he's done for the year or not? Yeah, yeah, he uh, he tore his ACL. And then where does that? I know you get Jordan back this weekend too. Where does that leave the secondary as far as depth and having a lot of guys to rotate through? And do you lean more on some of those freshmen now as they come along? With yeah, I think so. I think um, there's uh, Brandon Watson, who's uh, you know we trust as a good football player. You mentioned Jordan Lewis, is a great football player, um, and then both David Long, Lavert Hill. Um, you know, we're gonna step to the fore now. They've been they've been practicing and playing a little bit, and, uh, and now they're they'll be called on. Hill made a big impact again this weekend. What have you seen as far as his development as, as fullback goes, and what do you project for him as he goes forward? Uh, really good things. Uh, I think it's his, you know, it's his spot. It's his uh, you know, real natural position for him. He he's tough. He's he's, he's got the got the size and the strength. To, you know, be a prototypical type of fullback. Got the catching ability, and he's got he's got the added. Um, attribute of being able to run with the football. Um, you know, sometimes people don't even ask the fullback to do that, but you know, he's got that uh, added ability as well. So just keep progressing. Um, and I think he'll be have a chance to play that position, make a, make a career out of it. I really do. Coach, over to your right. Jim, I think Jerry's at 30% or whatever that rule is. Are you guys going to entertain trying to get a six-year for him? Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, 
definitely look into that and and um, try. Yep. Staying on the same topic, Coach, um, he gets put on the cart. Your whole team comes out there and surrounds him. Yeah. What's that say about you know, how they feel about him and maybe the closeness on this team right now? This says a lot. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Uh, but And that was it was that way in the locker room as well. I mean, we came together as a team after the game in the locker room, and, and half the team went into the training room to see Jeremy and, uh, he's a he's a highly respected person on our team. So you mentioned on the, the TV show that the rotation of the backs, you felt that that helped them be fresh and that they've all gotten into the role, you know, through four games. Is that something that you know was the design from the beginning? Is that something that's evolved through time? And do you plan to kind of continue to have all four all seasons? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both both those things. It's been, it's been, it's evolved and it's and it was designed, um, and I think all of, and really four four running backs have really, really shown that they they belong and they they uh, can make you know make plays and deserve to be out there getting playing time. Have you done something like this before where you've had so many guys and no one's gotten really more than eleven or plus carries? Uh, I don't know, maybe similar. And not quite four. Are there obstacles to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I don't know that there are. You know, the I don't know that I've ever seen obstacles to multiple good players. You know, um, always looked at that as a good thing. Um, I guess if you took the less is more philosophy in life. You, could, you might be able to find an obstacle there. I've always subscribed to the more is more. More always seems better. Uh, more good football players always seems better. <clears throat> but did I veer off the topic there? No, I'm just wondering. Like, some, some people talk about risk. Oh, oh, yeah, you asked me what is that. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was brought up. That was brought up the first uh, week. Right, yeah, rhythm and getting somebody in a groove and. And kind of, kind of that kind of thing. So, uh, I suppose that would be it. Yeah, for somebody that's, you know, less, less good. You know, less is is more. It comes back to that. You just go back to more, more good football players is more. You know, it's a stronger team. Coach, over to your left here, Chris. Coach, at what point in camp did you realize that Devin Asiasi was physically ready to play? And talk about his progress so far. What point would that have been? Uh, pretty early, you know, the first third of, of the training camp, within the first week and a half, two weeks. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, physically physically ready. Uh, yeah, and then that's a position that you know, takes a, a lot of football awareness and and there's a process there and learning all the things that a tight end has to do because they're so involved in the pass game and they're equally as in terms of volume involved in the running game that it's a lot um, especially um, you know for somebody that is a, is really good at blocking and, and really good at uh, running routes so he's he's really in that process of 
of becoming a, you know, an expert, a real, a polished guy. But it's it's a way ahead of schedule because uh, he's a smart football player and he's uh, mature and physically talented and gifted and and gives a lot of effort. So you know, it's it's accelerated. You know, for uh, he's already into AP tight end play in college, taking the AP courses now at a, as a freshman. And it's exciting. In the middle to the right there, Brandon. The program as a whole has beaten a top 10 team since like 2008. At, at this point in you know, your rebuilding of the program or, or that whole process, does a game like this carry extra weight in terms of you know, believing that win games like this or do you think that was taken care of last year? Well, you know exactly where we're coming from. There, we we started at the beginning of the season saying that. I mean, looking at every team on our on our schedule is teams that we were going to have to highly uh, prepare for, and respect would be at the highest as well going into each and every one of those games. And we would have to, you know, have have our best week of practice, have our have our um, and play our best game. Knowing that we'd be tough to beat, and and every opponent on our schedule is will be treated that way. That's our. That's what we're striving for. I have two, Jim. Uh, Brian Monet, any uh, update on his status from this game? Yeah, could be, could be. Uh, you know, hopeful, hopeful for this game, and we'll see today. But I mean, there's, there's. Uh, we're hoping that. that May practice this week and and possibility plays in the game. My second question: I, I don't know what kind of relationship you have with uh, Les Miles, but your reaction to his firing and, and is he someone that you would you could possibly bring in uh, as an analyst or even as an honorary captain this season? Uh, yeah, those are yeah, I, yeah. I haven't. It's good suggestions. What, what, I mean, I have respect. I have uh, most respect for Les. I, uh, Coach Miles and and Cam and uh, you know I haven't talked to him yet, but I hope too soon. We're on the right side, Jim, uh, with the run game, offensive line, was that as solid a day from Eric and Kyle on the right side that you that you've seen in a while here? I mean, it looked like they were moving people all day long. Or am I off on them? Somebody else? Yeah, I, I, I know. I agree. I think it's. A, I mean, the right side was was very good, and and I'd also point out Grant Newsom. I thought Grant uh, had his best game, and probably the the best performance on the offensive line was with Grant. Uh, and as a as a group, I think they're 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 really playing well together, gelling, and uh, good to see. I liked uh, I liked so many things. There was uh, Davion had his. You know, boy, does he run hard! Gosh, uh, he, had, he had one of his his runs early in the game where um, he broke in there six or seven yards and then bounced off a tackle. Did the did the spin, kept going. Somebody's trying to hit him and he's still going and just running so hard. And that is, but to watch our offensive line pursue, that's that's what really uh, you know, got me excited was. Our offensive line knows it too. When Davion's running the football, and you know they're pursuing, their pursuit was almost as good as our defense's pursuit. You know, and and, and that's gotten better because they know that they got a chance to 
to get downfield and make a block. And J.U. Chesson on, on that very play was, was had the best pursuit of anybody on our offense. <clears throat> and he was he was even down at one point on the ground and got up and and, and ran and got ahead of Davion and, and made a block. And here comes our line pursuing from the backside. So uh, that was it was a run from about our 30 to to about their 40. Um, if you're thinking along this, uh, know, if you know the play, but that was, uh, yeah, our, our offensive line of complimenting them in the regard that they're, they're pursuing. And also, they know when Davion's running that, you know, that there's a good chance that he's going to break a tackle and he's going to run strong and, and they get in position to, to make a block for him. Same with our receivers. That's, that's good football. Time for a couple more questions. We'll start in the front right. Mark, you had mentioned after the first game that uh, Kareem was going to focus on academics and not be with the team in terms of practicing. Is that going to change or is that going to be the whole season? Um, Kareem and I talked um, on Friday, and it's going really well. It's going really well right now, and and uh, it's, it's a positive. And we'll see. You know, it's um, you know, since it is going so well, I think that's uh, you know, that's something that we'll continue to do. And, and uh, you know, I think the best, you know, probably you know at this point he'll he would he would redshirt this year. But you know the main focus is that you know he is to see him excited about class and he's having success and he's and he's doing well. We'll we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, but he's you know, he's also physically training and, and working out with the team. And uh, but. Yeah, there was a there was an excitement and enthusiasm that he has right now about about academics and and school that uh, you know it's been a real shot up in that regard. So kind of we'll see, we'll see, but right now very positive. In the middle there, Adam. Jim, you guys not that you guys haven't played physical up to this point, but you guys have shown a lot of big play, you know, a lot of finesse and speed. Do you feel like the Wisconsin game will be uh, an opportunity for you guys to really showcase your physical side, the that hard that hard edge stuff, but especially you know defensively like Don Brown's been talking about since he arrived here? Yeah, um, whenever you play a, a very physical opponent and. Very good opponent, then yeah, there's an opportunity to you know, show what you can do out there as a football player. I've always believed that. You know, good football players, that's kind of why they get together for games. You know, good football players going against each other to show who the best is. That's uh, that's the best thing about football, that competition. Behind, Pat. Uh, one more Peppers question. It's been a case where you have gone to him and said, hey, Let's try you with these other things, or has he been coming to you and say, "I want to do other things," or how does that work? Uh, yeah, but it's uh, he's made it clear that he's he wants to do as much as possible. So uh, you know that that isn't uh, you know so that isn't in question, and there's no question that there's all of our coaches, special teams, offense and defense, you know, or. They're, they're like a like a bull with their paw on the ground. Uh, you know they want they want your brill involved. And and then this this past Saturday, you know there was there were times last year 
don't know if you notice our bench, but we have a, we have a big squad and, and a pretty tight area there, there on the bench with a lot of players. And there were times last year that, hey, give me Jabril, give me Jabril, where's Jabril? And uh, this this past Saturday, you know, I would just say, Jabril, and he'd be, yeah, I'm here, coach, right here. And he's literally, you know, uh, two feet behind me. So uh, I know he's 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 the same way. He's he wants to. He's like a bull, you know, pawing at the ground, ready to ready to attack. So, so it's good. I mean, it's, it, I, sometimes I didn't even get Jabril. And he was up here, coach, right here. It's exciting. He's good at football. <laughs> Last question. I'm from Angelique. Um, Drake Johnson was in uniforms. Yeah. I mean, is he, was he injured? And is, he, is he available? I mean, if he's in, in uniform, I imagine he's available to play. Yeah, yeah. He had a soft tissue injury that came up uh, before the before the first game. And he's worked his way back, practiced last week. And... and uh, Getting back to action. Mm-hmm. How many plays was Jabril in uh, two weeks ago? You know, uh, in the uh, Colorado game. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. I track it. Um, can't remember. It was. That seemed like he had the highest amount of plays that week. Not this week. Uh, ben Braden had the most plays at eighty. I think two weeks ago, eighty to ninety. But it hasn't been hasn't been as much as some of the games last year when he was playing both ways. But I can get that to you. You're talking about you're talking about the Colorado game. Yeah, because it seemed like he. I mean, he does he did so much in that game. But he was. I think he had more offensive snaps later in the season last year, so that's bumped up his. Mm-hmm. He's also had the most stickers each game. Yeah, the most Wolverine stickers each game. Number one ranked. Four weeks in a row, he's number one ranked. He's got just under, after four games, he's got just under 40. Yeah. Maybe 30, but he's got 37, 36. Who's second? I don't know. I can find that out. Yeah. I, keep, I keep the list. I keep the list. It changes. Pardon? Bringing the chart every week. You want a chart? I can, I can provide that. I can. Okay. That would be that would be beneficial. I can give you that. All right. So no depth chart this season, though, right? Huh? No depth chart this season, right? You're not going to provide a depth chart this season. You're kind of giving us stats, so I was just wondering if that was. Yeah, I'm I'm open if that's you know if that's something that would that would be beneficial or you know Dave Abloff you know amongst his peers you know feels like they uh, for respectability if he wants a depth chart uh, I could could be persuaded to do that Uh, just. I think you know my feelings on it. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a very outdated task. You know, found the best way to do it is just you watch the tape of the games, and we know the opponent's depth chart, truest, truest form, rather than rely on you know, the public relations director of each team. 
That's that's something you want, Dave? I'm uh, agreeable to whatever you decide. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the number is 83 plays for Jibreel in Colorado. That sounds right. He's a crackerjack. He is. Good. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.